Hey, welcome back to your Innovations Edge. It is once again the Disruptive AF Podcast, your favorite podcast for keeping you connected to Air Force innovation and how you can get involved. I'm one of your hosts, Trigger Jordan, and also with me, Dan, the man, always bringing his insights of not only innovation, but also how do we look at and frame innovation and information? How do we assess problems? And today, Dan, we have a phenomenal guest with us. Last week, we had Tony Perez. This week, we have the person, the madame, who can literally give us the marketing and direction and let the world know of the innovative ideas that we have. She's laughing so about excited. it. So <laughs> Stacy Schaffern with us here today, who is from the AFPC Public Affairs. Uh, now, Stacy has been involved, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you've been involved with the Defense Innovation Ecosystem for a while now. Uh, you've intended uh, not only just one AFWORK Sparksell workshop, um, but also you recently completed the AF Ventures Fellowship, which I heard it was a phenomenal opportunity down in San Francisco. Um, and you were heavily involved in uh, uh, San Antonio entrepreneurial, uh, entrepreneurial community. You got a passion not only for that, for mental health, helping veterans, a lady of all of all facets. Stacy, welcome so much to the Disruptive AF. Uh, and not only your your insights and input to public affairs and the important role that you guys play in the innovation community. Thank you so much, Trigger and Daniel. Uh, I, I'm so honored to be on this podcast, Disruptive AF. Um, I couldn't I couldn't be more happy that uh, that you guys asked me to be on here so early in in the debut yeah. of your podcast. So last week we were talking to uh, to Tony uh, Perez, the man, the Spark Man himself. Uh, and it, one of the things he mentioned that was so critically important is that not only as airmen and uh, people get involved with innovation, is that if you have great ideas and you're making great progress, one of the greatest fatal flaws that you can make in the growth of an innovation culture is not to let people know what's going on. That that can actually crush what you're doing and crush your efforts if you're not able to connect with people. And, you know, we mentioned it last week, Dan, but when you're talking about this innovation environment and where we've gone in the last six years, you know, six years ago, innovation probably would not have been a discussion word on anybody's staff meeting. And now it's a really a core, I guess, a core, uh, not just discussion topic, but kind of who we've become, essentially. How has that changed? You've been in PA for a while. What has this evolution been? Yes. So I've been in the Air Force a little over 19 years now. And you know, it's a really exciting time to be in the service and to be um, helping move the Air Force's innovation um, forward. Um, I think, you know, when I first came in the Air Force, it was tough to embrace this sort of ecosystem and for people to feel like they could be vulnerable and have the courage to try something. And now we really are encouraging people to do that. Um, as leaders, you know, that's our responsibility is to be out there helping encourage these ideas from, from the people that are on the ground, you know, making the mission happen every day. You know, I think that it was probably like, I, I've been, you know, a frustrated innovator for a majority of my career. Uh, and I think one of, one of the real sea changes that happened in how motivated I was to, to like participate in the conversation and to get out there and and really push for change was when I had a leader who encouraged me to, to approach PA and get something published. Cause I was like, uh, you know, I'm like writing these little essays for people who know me and, and they were like, Oh yeah, PA will just publish stuff. I had no idea. Can you, can you talk a little bit about what you like PA can do for airmen who just have ideas? Yeah. So, you know, public affairs is, 
it's an asset. It's a resource for our commanders and to help with internal messaging and external messaging. We want our airmen to understand. And by airmen, I mean all airmen, civilians, uh, officer enlisted, the total force, and for our stakeholders, the people who are invested in what our mission is. We need everyone to understand what we're doing. And so being able to communicate this is essential. Uh, and so public affairs, you know, we are more than the people that can take the photos at your promotion ceremony. And yeah, we really yeah. want people to use us and to use us early in their planning cycle. So when you have an idea and you're gathering all of the stakeholders for that project or events, bring public affairs in right away because we can help you shape and uh, ensure the success of your of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's really. And there's there's so yeah. many tools now, which I love. I mean, it is a dream right now to actually be a creative, uh, and to between all the social media platforms, uh, to be able to write, um, LinkedIn, uh, Medium, to be able to publish yourself out there, um, and, and to do so with your military uh, title. You know, public affairs. We can help you through all of these mediums, and to be able to do that efficiently too. Yeah, I see a lot of like I know a lot of creatives and I and for a majority of my career, what I've seen them do is just do that in their personal, you know, their personal space. So mm -hmm. I feel like up until maybe recently and, you know, hopefully increasingly into the future, we'll see them feel like they have a part in that. Um, I like I feel like there's still in a lot of places, there's this perception that PA is there to to send this like strategic messaging for on behalf of whoever, you know, like the wing commander or whoever owns them. So, uh, you know, have, have you seen examples of where that's not the case, like where people are able to exercise their creativity through these channels? I think we're seeing that a lot more now um, at the bases. I know when I participated in the AFWorks event with you, Trigger, in uh, December, we actually had discussions about this, um, yeah. you know, how to actually get airmen involved and talking about their innovative ideas and to be brave enough to actually bring those forward. So, you know, there are programs out there that are doing a fabulous job of actually um, being innovative, uh, public affairs units that are doing so. I actually just watched something this morning that one of the combat camera units was uh, hosting and they were reviewing a an episode of something and they were talking about story developments and you know how to apply those skills back into our trade and what we're doing uh, so we're i think we're starting to get there more so and it's really exciting to actually see that yeah you know one of the one of the baseline things when we talk about innovation uh, and we're gosh we, Maybe we just need to come up with a, an abbreviation word so we don't say innovation all the time. But I can't help it. It's what we're excited about. But when we when you talk about that, you know, when you last week we were talking with Tony about getting it started. When you get in this environment, when you're talking about these new ideas, when you know, Dan, you referenced it before, and I love your honesty and transparency about it. Is that you're a frustrated innovator for a long time because there wasn't an outlet, there wasn't an ability for you to be able to dive in and say, "Listen, oh, I can fix. I can help fix this situation. I can help fix or bring a solution." But when you're doing that and you step into this realm of innovation, uh, it, there's a critical piece about creating a culture and creating an environment. 
And when you're doing something new and when you're stepping out and when you're allowing something to change, there will be a culture, there will be a, a perception, there will be an environment that's created. And I think one of the important pieces that, you know, when you, when you talk with technical people who are very technical minded and they have the solution, oftentimes it's forgotten of what message you're sending to people and how are people learning about what it is you're doing and how are people learning about how to get involved in that. And you can literally make or break create or destroy an innovation culture by your by your involvement or lack of involvement by creating a message that is efficient that is effective that is to the point that is interesting in doing that one of the things an example that we we have an agreement with our pa shop that they'll always have an assigned person to our spark cell they'll always have a person who who is in our spark cell and then when they sh they show up they get involved. Um, they just uh, not only sit in meetings, but some of the ideas they had had literally come from them. And it wasn't because it was part of a story. It was out of, based out of their own frustration. <laughs> so what better part do, do we get to play in creating a message, creating uh, the culture that we want by including the people who, who are able to help form that narrative? I mean, that's huge. And I think a lot of people have found themselves frustrated because they haven't known how to do that. I think uh, we just need people to be more bold. And uh, obviously stay within the culture of the military. But, you know, here's an example. Like last summer, um, so before moving over to AFPC, I was the deputy director at Air Force Wounded Warrior. And it's a program that I've actually been enrolled in for a few years as a Wounded Warrior. And then I had the opportunity to work on the staff there. And last summer, we hosted the Warrior Games in Tampa. And I just knew that from a public affairs perspective, I really wanted to invigorate what the Warrior Games was about. And I wanted to be able to bring those games to the people back at home who couldn't be there in Tampa with us. Um, I'd, I'd actually competed in the Warrior Games the previous two years. So I just understood the impact of what the opportunity meant for yeah. family members and offices and, you know, everyone back there. And so we were very innovative, created a campaign where we used Facebook Live, Instagram Live. We did behind the scenes interviews. We brought as much live content and interviews as possible. Uh, it didn't matter who was there. Chief of Staff of the Air Force and, and Chief Wright were there. They got interviewed. Um, and it was something that actually started to get copied by the Warrior Games staff. Yeah. Um, the Air Force, you know, we set the way and we just went with it. And it's, you don't see that very often uh, from, from a mission. But but we did it, and it was exciting, and I loved it. Okay. Yeah, one of the one like one of my favorite books on innovation is called "Where Good Ideas Come From" by Stephen Johnson, and he talks about um, the the fact that good ideas aren't just like they don't just emerge in the heads of of these like geniuses. They're not just the product of like an epiphany. It's actually multiple ideas that bounce off of each other, um, and that so like when after I read that, it, it gave me this like mindset shift from innovation is all about being smart and having the tools to wait. Innovation is like 90% connecting people to each other. It's just getting a story out there. And, and like the example that you're saying where, where you start to do something and people are inspired by it and they want to be more creative themselves. That's what I see like the real power of those professionals within the public affairs being is not just to do like, this is what public affairs does, but to inspire that to happen in other places, maybe even outside of public affairs offices, you know, like people realizing that they also can tell a story and that can have an impact on ideas everywhere that sees it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look at what the Thunderbirds do. Look at what recruiting service is doing. Um, 
phenomenal in both of their mission sets and the products they are putting out. Yeah. There's something also really important programmatically when you're talking about innovation, and if whether you're involved in a spark cell, whether you're in you know an operations unit, and and you are trying to bring a good idea or bring a simple solution to your everyday problem, as we do in innovation, uh, there's something actually programmatically really important about continuing to tell that story. Um, you, we've heard the saying, "The squeaky wheel gets her grease," right? Well, that's very true. It's a hundred percent true because if you're and if you're allowing people to see what's going on, that your unit, your organization is trying to solve your problems, and not only are you trying to solve your problems, but you're working with the different organizations to do it, you're collaborating, you're getting into the space that's not just involving you and your little stovepipe that you're looking through, but it actually involves a bunch of different organizations. By doing that, by sharing that story, you're building a case for more support for what it is that you're doing, especially, especially if you're making a, an impact. If you're making an impact, and you're letting the story go out, then when you put in that, whether it's a funding request, whether it's a, you know, for a cyber, um, you have this trail of information that follows you and you wouldn't believe it. But people listen and they watch and they read the articles. I, and I'm sure you have several stories about an article or something you've produced or somebody has produced that you didn't expect it. But sure enough, you turn around randomly in an airport and they're like, oh my gosh, hey, you're the person from blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 I had the weirdest. I had the weirdest example of that recently. I had a. I, I wrote an article about the uh, the Air Force suicide problem, and just like my perspectives on you know what it, it was like an opinion piece, but it was based on having read this book recently, and I was I felt like some ideas weren't getting out there enough, so I, I got it published through the 16th Air Force PA. I had a I had a squadron commander email me out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, I read your thing and I started applying some of your stuff." I was like, "Whoa, you know I'm just like some random tech sergeant, right? I'm not like <laughs> But it's, you know, the the power of communication is that the ideas can speak for themselves and this is one thing I love about writing is they don't have to be kind of, you know, affected by how I present myself or, you know, the the rank on my sleeve or whatever. This is Yeah. The, the the PA communication space has just so much power to kind of level the playing field a little bit and let the best ideas do what they may. Yeah. I um, Just to go back to what you were saying, Trigger um, and Daniel, so I like more than 10 years ago when I was the public affairs chief out of Davis-Monthan, uh, I wanted to test our team and see if we could create a series. And so we created um, something called Behind the Scenes, the making of an A-10C pilot. And we were essentially like the paparazzi following a student pilot like through the B course, um, learning to become an A-10 pilot. And we did articles and video. And I, you know, that series did a lot for recruiting um, with, with the A-10 community. And then just having the opportunity to be in that um, in that environment with the pilots and capturing those stories, I wrote something about um, now Colonel Kim Campbell. She piloted an A-10 that was shot at um, when she was in Iraq uh, 17 years ago. She just, yeah. there was just the anniversary of that. And the article that I wrote about her every year on that anniversary, it comes back up, it comes back around, it circles around. And so last week, uh, she was available. I was able to do a Zoom interview with her, and we talked about that day 17 years ago. So it goes back to what you're saying, how we're able to affect the mission and bring these these topics up. And and you're right, they do they do circulate and they do make an impact later on. Yeah, 
Yeah, man, when we come back, hey, we're going to take a quick break. Stay with us right here at the Disruptive AF Podcast because when we're coming back, we're going to talk specifically about how do you integrate, how do you, if you want to build your culture, if you want to tell your story, how in the world do you do it from a perspective of I'm not a writer, I'm, I'm, just, a, I'm just a dude with an idea. How do, how do we connect that idea to actually presenting the image, changing the culture, and letting it being something that is enabling us to connect with more innovators uh, and leadership who needs our ideas. So thanks again, once again, for being on the Innovation Edge with the Disruptive AF Podcast. We'll be right back. Defense innovation is made possible by the power of community and collaboration, which is why AFWorks created a chat workspace, the Innovators Chat where you can connect with other like-minded innovators. Join more than 400 defense entrepreneurs already on the platform to discuss topics like software development, policy innovation, funding resources, books and media, and more. Find more at afworks.af.mil. Hey, welcome back to Disruptive AF Podcast. I'm here with Trigger Jordan, and we are having a great conversation with Stacey Shafran. Uh, and over the break, we uh, kind of touched on the to topic of uh, the AF Ventures Fellowship. Uh, is that right? And, and your experience with it recently. Can you tell us a little bit about that program? Yes, I would love to. So AFWorks um, created an opportunity for a fellowship, the first of its kind. It was um, six weeks long, and it was in conjunction with a company called Shift, which is based out of San Francisco. And so um, I was one of the 20 people picked and selected, and I came out to the Bay Area in February, early February. And for about five weeks um, before COVID-19 took over, uh, all of our fellows had this incredible opportunity to be immersed in venture capitalist firms uh, with CEOs, with entrepreneurs at the highest level, and really just get an overview and an understanding of how the Air Force and industry can partner and learn from each other better. And you know, they put us to work. Uh, everyone was with a, a different company, and I actually was very fortunate to be able to work with Dave Morin. He is a uh, serial entrepreneur. He helped create Facebook, uh, make it what it is today. And his wife, Britt Morin, who is the CEO of Britt & Co. So I had the chance to actually learn from them, um, Britt on how she's running her company. And then Dave Morin, who's actually uh, raising funds right now for a new venture firm. Uh, so it was a pinch me moment every single day because I, I just couldn't believe that I was exposed to such a new opportunity and I loved it. I learned so much about decision-making and thinking and how quickly things can move. And I was really you know fortunate to be able to sit down and actually explain to them what the military is like and you know why we do what we do and then actually have these discussions to try and you know possibly bridge some gaps. So it's incredible that Offworks is able to make this program happen and they look forward to hosting future cohorts. So whoever's listening, if this sounds appealing to you, please pay attention and I encourage you to apply and reach out to me if you have any questions. 
That's so incredible. I mean, it feels very unprecedented because for a majority of, you know, at least my career, it's there's just been this sense that things are different on the outside and things are the way they are here in the Air Force. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. And that's sort of the attitude that I have gotten. And now there's this thing where they're intentionally trying to bring in like lessons from the private sector. I, yeah. that's, that's pretty amazing. You know, yeah. am, am, I, am I the only person that's felt like there there are these phenomenal opportunities out there in the Air Force, but you have to be in like some hidden portal and somebody's list and somebody's like secluded little closet of good good idea fairy project. And I feel like this is this is one of the things I guess I want to encourage our listeners, Dan, is this. Stay connected to Disruptive AF Podcast. Stay connected to AFWorks because honestly... You know, up until four years ago, I was an operator. I flew missions. I deployed. I, I did combat. I, I mean, this is just what I did. And it wasn't until I really got connected into this ecosystem, into this environment, into this mindset that you see opportunities like the, the Adventures felt like the the fellowship, and you see no, opportunities think- like the colliders. And it, it, these things exist, people. They're not mythical creatures. They exist out there. I promise. They do. Thank you. Actually, just hit on a really interesting thing about mindset and uh, an innovation community, and it should be the mindset of generalists, not specialists. Which yeah. is to say that a lot of people they hear something on you know in a channel, and they're like, "Oh, this isn't for me." It's not you know like they might tune into an episode of uh, Disruptive AF podcast, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, you know, I'm not in PA. That has nothing to do with me." Um, the thing, the, the crazy thing about the innovation space that I've noticed is that everything is for everybody because everybody might have a good viewpoint to insert into something yeah. that's not their field. Yeah. Yeah, but the key, the key though, is to make sure that you have trust in your people and your teammates and actually want to encourage and embrace this. So they have that open mindset, like you said, yeah. Daniel, um, yeah. you know, I think our young people that are coming into the air force they like they're full of energy and ideas and it's it's our responsibility to have an open mindset and be willing to accept some level of risk so that way we can trust what they are doing and providing for us yeah and what can what can we do with pa specifically stacy we were you know we were discussing how pa plays this role of spreading this information around which i think is very relevant to the idea of generalization right it's everybody gets some knowledge of things that aren't just within their immediate purview so what what can people do to get tied in or to to start trying to get their voice out there maybe they're not even a writer or or they're you know they they're not a creative type but they just have thoughts can you can you talk a little bit about what what pa can do for the for the young airmen who are just want to get tied in there's so many tools now uh so Every day, we can be putting out as much content as possible. Um, you know, that's something that I, I'm really fascinated with is just being able to provide good quality content. So photos and videos and ideas, they don't only have to come from our public affairs members. So if you have a thought or an idea or you took a cool photo, I encourage you to reach out to your PA team and uh, connect and say, hey, I took these this photo or every day when I drive home, I'm seeing these beautiful sunsets and the aircraft in the backgrounds, you know, can you do something with this? Or I have a cool idea for a story. Uh, Would you guys be interested in helping me? Um, You know, we love when people come to us with these ideas. And if you have an innovation cell, 
uh, you can work through that unit too. At AFPC, we, uh, we've stood up our AFPC uh, innovation team and we're working closely with them to help tell the story. So there's a lot of avenues now. Um, if you're too shy, then you can send an email. Um, you know, this, I just really encourage people to, to be bold, take a chance and just go for it. And I guarantee you, you'll, you'll be met with open arms from your public affairs team. That's huge because I, I think there's a lot, uh, probably a lot of people could look at that, that, the Adventures Fellowship and say, what in the, why, okay, wait a minute, wait, why does public affairs need to go to this thing? But why would public affairs not go to it? You know, they could probably say the same thing. Why does, you know, why does a scientist need to go to an Adventures Fellowship? What does that have to do with, it has everything to do with it. We're humans. We live and operate in this world and great ideas are not created by living in a vacuum of your specialty. Yes, you can solve problems in your vacuum of your specialty, but a lot more collaboration, a lot more of ideas, a lot more of growth happens when you're talking and communicating with people. And just an example, I have a buddy who got a, just a phenomenal opportunity. He literally got hired on at the MIT Artificial Intelligence Incubator um, with MIT because he was on a Slack channel. He was on a Slack channel and he saw this call go out and he thought there's no way this is real. And sure enough, he responded to it and he had the background they were looking for he was the guy that they needed and he literally just sent a direct message to this response that was on slack because he happened to be on the channel like these things are possible you can do it i love what you said stacy just I just do it stop making excuses just do yeah. it i mean i think that's what daniel's doing right i mean that's how i discovered you on linkedin because you were putting content out and you were writing about really thoughtful things you know things that i care about and passionate about like the suicide or innovate like suicide problem or innovation and so i was like who is this and i didn't care what your rank was or what your background was i just really appreciated this content that you started to put out yeah and look look where that led you yeah it's been pretty incredible i realized a couple of years ago that this concept of working out loud and if i even if i'm just having an idea if i shout it for everybody in my office to hear, I get to borrow their brains for a few minutes because they're gonna respond. They're either gonna say, that's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Now I don't have to come to that conclusion, right? That's that's amazing. But also I, I just love that when I push, I have like an inkling of an idea. And I and when I push it out in in this, you know, content and it reaches a number of people, they come back with so much for me to build on that yeah. that I, it's no longer just my idea, but I don't care because the, the important thing is that the idea grows or that it, you know, it, uh, it pivots into something useful. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of why I, I went, started on my journey of, of being a, I guess, an Air Force content creator in the innovation space. Uh, and, and why I think that PA can play that role. I, I think, think, I really do think that they can play that role to, to set airmen on that path. Uh, before I ever got published in a, in, in any kind of journal, I was just pushing blog posts. And then somebody said, Hey, I, I've written for a number of journals. I can help you. And they just did the initial editing. I would have mm -hmm. never known how to push content to a journal or like try and get, you know, like give a pitch to the strategy bridge to have them, you know, run it through the whole editorial process without that like mentor there. And I, and I see like there's a ton of talent within PA that can help uh, airmen with no experience kind of down that path.
Yeah, it makes a huge difference in being able to get people connected to the resources that can absolutely help them grow in that area. And, and Stacey, you had a point that I want to go back to real quick because you said, you know, it doesn't matter your age. Uh, you have these airmen that are coming in. The innovation is kind of the leveling field, if you will. It's, it, it levels everybody. It doesn't matter what your rank is. Good ideas are good ideas. And when you think about that and the transition we've made in innovation over these last six years, you have people, airmen coming in now, whether it's an airman basic, you know, whether it's 19, 20 years old, where their counterparts have a million followers on Facebook or a million followers on YouTube or a million followers on whatever it is that these, th this generation is coming in with good ideas and they're a generation that's not afraid to express them. And they're a generation that's not afraid because their counterparts are making literally a living by putting content out there. So it's almost this interesting, almost a paradigm shift where if you rewind to when I talked to my dad or, you know, my grandparents about the, what the military was, it was a shut up and color mentality. But this, the realization that we're having to shift to this new perspective where if you have ideas, you have content, you have a, an answer to a solution, it's your responsibility to not remain silent anymore. And it's almost a new, it's a new wave with a new generation that's coming in. Uh, not to say that we're old, but I, th I think that, starts kind of with our age group and then goes back because even with some of the newest lieutenants you see come in they're making some pretty bold moves and initially you're like that's a really bold move for a lieutenant but then you're like why would i care if it's a lieutenant or why would i care if it's an airman like it's an awesome bold move i love it it's great yeah. well it's our responsibility then as change makers and people who believe in this ecosystem to embrace that because there are more people out there who don't have this mindset and yeah you know, don't want to embrace this change yet and, you know, have very strong egos and, you know, don't really want to create this safe space to explore and try things. So there is a clash, I think, of the cultures. Um, so, but I think it's, it's exciting to be part of that. I'd rather be part of it and try to make a difference than just sit on the sideline. Yeah. I did want to ask you specifically what, cause I, you know, I met Jordan Fetter and uh, I think maybe met her on DEF or I dragged her into DEF or the Defense Entrepreneurs Forum. I'm not sure, but uh, you know, we started talking really early on about like, oh, we got to start a rogue PA organization, right? And we'll do PA in this rogue innovation kind of way. But I, I've kind of veered away from that idea, seeing some success in in PA, this podcast, I think, is a good example of that, is this this willingness to experiment with how we're sending messages. What what message would you send to existing PA airmen about what's possible right now that they might not already know? Because I feel like the mindset isn't fully in, in that, in the whole uh, skill community yet. I mean, just the simple fact that we now have a podcast that is called Disruptive AF, and we have hashtag that is innovative AF. Um, and those are trending hashtags on public affairs products. Um, those are bold moves. So, and they're bold because we all know <laughs> how, how you can interpret that otherwise. And um, I, obviously that started with somebody taking a risk. So, and it gained traction. Yeah. Uh, I really just think that our airmen have to just strategically think through what they want to do and ask for help. And then the NCOs and the officers, we have to be there to help encourage this and embrace it. And, um, and we cannot forget our civilians. You know, they are a huge part of what we do too. So, um, 
I think the message just needs to be that we need to be encouraging and sort of just really try to push some a breath of fresh air, if you will, like make make some more things come alive here, and uh, and just try to push the boundaries. Uh, you know, I think we're starting to see that with some content out there, but we have a ways to go, and uh, just keep doing it. Yeah, I wondered about like the old way of doing PA and and whether that was a little stifling. Like it might, I I always felt like I could never be in PA seeing kind of some of the content that they used to push. I'm like, as somebody who loves to write and be creative and have my own voice, it it seemed like there was such a such a strict, you know, you have to stay in between these these lines. So I'm I'm excited to see that message kind of get pushed a little more. I think AFWorks specifically is holding the they at least held one workshop right for PA to to talk about in about in having somebody like Jordan on the AFWorks uh, PA team is huge because she speaks her mind. She's bold. Um, you know she embraces all of this. So having so and whenever I what I really applaud about Jordan Fetter is that she is pushing content into the PA forums. So if something that AFWorks is doing or hosting or the Defense Entrepreneur Group, any of that, she's pushing that content and those updates into the PA forums. Like she's the only one doing that. And I love it because it's encouraging to see this exposure. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan, you can bring yourself on the screen so you can see this person or this wonderful person we're talking about. Come on, you can. Oh, there she is! There she is! Oh, I didn't the background. <laughs> Behind the scenes of the Disruptive AF podcast, but you're absolutely right. I mean, the collaboration, the, the the drive of having not only being able to partner with the people who can push this content out, but just the the space. Dan, you've referred it to it several several times before. The the thinking out loud, the being able to bounce ideas back uh, off of each other. And I think a lot of times when you think about public affairs and its role uh, and how it interacts with innovation, not only the opportunity to help you build a culture, not only the opportunity for you to be able to get connected with organizations and industry that otherwise maybe you wouldn't have known of, not only the opportunity to be able to sh share and tell your story and build that, build that culture and let people know what you're doing. But most importantly, it's this piece that PA has seen it. They see a lot of stories. They're connected with the other bases. You know, a lot of times as an operator at the unit, you may not necessarily know what's going on with sister bases or somebody who has a, a, a similar mission, but PA does, they know because they see these things. And it's actually a great avenue for you to be able to bring them in and say, hey, this is what we're thinking. And they may have some information or some idea that they can help bounce idea off of as you think out loud. So I, I guess th this just, this myth that I want people to get past that PA is is just an input button where you give them their story and they publish it. It's not that, that's not the intent. I mean, not to speak for you, Stacey, but uh, the, the interactions we've had, I've been always impressed when talking with you and Jordan about what PA was because I had this misconception that you just give them the information, they'll come and take pictures and then they create something and they may interview you and it's up to them. But it's a far more partnership than it is an input source. Absolutely, yeah. Um... I, I just, I really just encourage people to explore the options that are available and just keep practicing and trying and gain confidence in what you're doing. And, you know, if you want to test something out, reach out to your PA team or your leadership. Um, you know, you can test out things in your own like personal life too. And, yeah. you know, there's just, it's a really exciting time right now. I mean, yeah. 2020 right now, what we're going through, there is so much opportunity just to try and, think through things or pivot what you 
what you thought you were going to do. And, you know, it's just, I really try to focus on this growth mindset and be open-minded about what can be versus getting tied up in this, you know, the what if scenarios. And there is a lot of possibility out there to help yeah. people, to connect people and just to inspire and motivate. Yeah. Before we wrap up, Jordan, did you have anything you wanted to, wanted to toss in on the, the PA uh, piece as far as like AFWorks goes? Because you are, you say you're behind the scenes a lot, but you make the magic happen when it comes to AFWorks communicating and communicating with the other bases. So uh, I guess not just parting shot, but what was what's one of the things you want people to know before we get out of here for this episode about the connectivity of AFWorks innovation and the importance of staying connected with public affairs and just what you've seen? Well, I think it's definitely a unique position to be in, um, in public affairs and the whole entire career field, because you don't realize that we're at the intersection of all these different things that are going on with innovation. And while while yeah. we think about pictures and stories, I think it there, there's a missing piece that we don't look at a lot. Um, and that's the community engagement side of things. And Stacy knows us with going to the Adventures Fellowship and actually engaging with with either local communities around bases or the the like bigger like entrepreneurial communities, all these different people where we don't need to just engage with like a like military um, affairs committee. It can be like the downtown organization that that helps startups or gets involved in all these different different conferences or whatever else is going on. Uh, yeah. So I think I think that's something that um that is really, really exciting about being involved in public affairs and that you can talk to your public affairs shop about, which I know Stacy is really, really passionate about as well. Yeah, that's a really interesting insight, I think, is this difference between thinking of the people writing and pushing content as broadcasters versus just the beginning of a conversation. Because let me tell you the value that I've had out of producing content, out of writing articles, it wasn't just that I was imparting my wisdom on other people. It was the outcome of the conversations that happened afterwards. Oh, yeah. Whether it was people pointing out where I had missteps and then I can, I can make something better next time or they take that and they run with it and they create something mm -hmm. better. Uh, so looking at PA that way as, as something that engages with the audience as well, that's a really exciting idea. Yeah, absolutely. Connecting, connecting public affairs to the partnership that it should be instead of an input source that people think it has been. I, I think that'd be the, the name of the game when we're talking about this, that public affairs is a partnership where you, you can come together, you can collaborate to make sure that the true heart of the story, the true heart of the innovation, the true message of the organization is being actually told and shared. And you can't do it from just a one-sided perspective. That's just not how it's supposed to be. Dan, that's a great point. I mean, half the reason why you produce content is to be able to learn along the way. <laughs> learn, learn along the way. I mean, honestly, yeah, it's, it's huge. It's huge. And I look at everything I write as an experiment. I, you know, I, I put the whole innovative mindset into it. I'll even push stuff. I'm like, I spent a very little time on this, but I want to see how people react. It's an MVP. Yeah. I throw it out yeah. there. People, people yell at me. I might pull it down or yeah. I, I might like it when people yeah. yell at me because at least they're engaging, right? Yeah. Hey, engagement's engagement. It's good. Yeah. Well, guys, that pretty much wraps up our time. Again, thank you so much for listening to the, to this podcast right here, the Disruptive AF Podcast with Dan. It's been awesome always being being able to be a guest host with you. Stacy. so thank you so much for your involvement and uh, just the experience that you bring in public affairs over AFPC and your AF uh, Venture Fellowship as well. And Jordan, a public thank you 
for not only putting this podcast and everything together, but also public affairs for AFWorks, always making sure the message is correct and continuing to build that culture of innovation. If you haven't had the chance, make sure you subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. So hit the subscribe button over there and make sure you get the bell notification so you actually can hear the content that comes out to keep you on the innovation edge right here on Disruptive AS. AF, gosh, I keep on saying it. Disruptive AF. We'll connect with you guys later. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.